There is something crazy going on right now. It's something called Bitcoin. This is so crazy. It just doesn't make any sense. But now, it seems to all be coming to an end. You all know I'm just a big fan of crypto. In fact, I think the majority of the industry is a major scam. I've said in the past that I believe this will go down as one of the biggest periods of mass hysteria in the financial world ever. The focus now is on Grayscale. Grayscale is trading at a 46% discount post the FTX blowout. With Genesis suspending their withdrawals and digital crypto group needing to raise $1 billion by Monday, GBTC Grayscale is more volatile than Bitcoin and Ethereum at the moment. So what actually is Grayscale? Grayscale is the largest Bitcoin trust fund that allows investors to get access and exposure to Bitcoin without actually purchasing. Grayscale's value is driven from real holdings of BTC and is publicly traded. To get to some interesting statistics and figures, Grayscale's holdings are as follows. Grayscale owns 673,000 BTC, in which equates to 3.5% of the overall available BTC. Furthermore, the current value is around 10.6 billion, in which is down from 13.6 billion just two weeks ago. Grayscale also owns a hefty amount of Ethereum too. Grayscale also holds 3 million Ethereum, and this current value is about $3.6 billion versus just $4.8 billion solely two weeks ago. And Grayscale also holds a smaller position in Solana, 106,000 Solana, in which equates to $1.4 million versus just $3.9 million, almost $4 million just two weeks ago. Interestingly, Grayscale has had a similar turndown in recent times. And back in 2018, Grayscale's trust went down 90.5% in 30 months and made a bottom. The 2022 bear market, currently Grayscale is trading at around 85% down and is still in a primary downtrend. And I've heard so many times in the past few hours and past few days, I'm going to buy a bit of BTC because, you know, the price is going to go back up. What utter idiocy. An all-time high, a prior all-time high does not guarantee a return to that all-time high at all. That is the most speculative claim I think I've ever heard within the history of humanity. Why would you speculate on something which is so uncertain? in which is no fundamental utility, in which is riddled with corruption and uncertainty and untruthfulness and lack of transparency. Why would you speculate on something in which is riddled with lies and deceit and fundamentally at the core does not produce any utility within the real world? Why would you speculate on this hideous industry? It doesn't make sense to me. The point being is that just because Grayscale has had a recent downturn in 2018 of upwards of 90.5%, and now we're in a similar kind of trajectory that does not guarantee at all that the price is going to rebound and make you a multimillionaire. Life doesn't work like that, sunshine. So just to explain to all of you out there, why is there skepticism? Under recent hours, there has been huge levels of skepticism regarding Grayscale and the transparency of the holdings of Bitcoin. Genesis and Grayscale both have the same parent company in which is called Digital Currency Group, also DCG. Grayscale just in recent times have denied showing any proof of assets, holding with a cliche excuse of security reasons. Just to explain the business model of the holding company, DCG slightly more, Digital Crypto Group, let's read what they mention within their website. As a holding company, DCG is focused on building services businesses to fill important gaps in existing market infrastructure. Digital Currency Groups states that we incubate, acquire and operate businesses that provide a variety of financial and professional services to financial institutions, corporations and startups. 
if you look at the current exposure of DCG, Digital Crypto Group, you can see it is fairly staggering. As you can see from the graph on the screen, Digital Currency Group is a portfolio in which are masses of hundreds of different projects, trading exchanges, supply chain, custody projects, information, infrastructure, commerce, non-crypto exposure to all this digital currency group in which the holding company for Genesis and Grayscale has a huge amount of exposure to the cryptocurrency sector. Before we go any further, let's listen to what Jim Cramer has said, because I actually kind of agree with him. This is the biggest revelation. I'm going to say it on air. I agree with Cramer for once. Let's listen to what he says. And I think there's some interesting points he makes. Uh, the future of crypto. Where do you want sure. to start? Uh, first, first of all, I, I, look, I think Barry's closer to the situation than a lot of the people who work at, at the Federal Reserve, just in part because he's in the business every day. Uh, and it's immediate, not looking at last month or, uh, or the month before. And I think that his projections are far more spot on. Uh, as far as your interview uh, with CJ on, on crypto, I find the level of, um, of arrogance for people who think that crypto is good shocking. Uh, I mean, I have problems with the dollar, the same problems that Barry has in terms of the huge amount of debt. But there's clarity and you know that there's debt and you can easily switch to gold if you'd like or, um, or, or uh, some other other ass, asset, maybe real estate that can be better. But we, we can put up these currencies and like I question, well, what do we know about Solana? What did we know about XRP? I mean, and the answer is zero. And the reason why we know zero is because the government doesn't feel necessary, doesn't feel that it should be regulated. Uh, and we put them up. Uh, we could put up a lots of We could have put up Enron. That was a very well traded stock. So, I mean, I question why we put these up. I know that that's maybe seditious, but I question why we're not allowed to question any of these things. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is Jim Cramer speaking. And you know what? I do agree with him. If only Jim Cramer stood by that conviction and he didn't flip-flop continuously. He recently did say also that Bitcoin was some sort of hedge against inflation. Well, he seems to flip-flop again and again and again on Bitcoin and crypto, etc., etc. But he does make a really good point here. Credit where credit is due. Kramer says that why can't we question these things? We don't know what's going on within any of these cryptos. It's all some sort of dark, misty game that we're trying to play. It's some sort of avenue that we're going down and which you can't fully see. It's like playing football blind, to put it bluntly. You're trying to identify these cryptos. There's a lack of transparency. It's an unregulated cowboy's market in which people are just shooting each other freely. There's a huge level of distrust within this market. And I think it's going to come crashing down very soon. Just to carry on from our prior commentary regarding Grayscale. Grayscale mentioned just within a tweet a few minutes ago, that due to recent events, investors are understandably inquiring deeper into their crypto investments. In this thread, we've compiled additional information about the safety and security of the assets held by our digital asset products. They went to mention that all digital assets that underlie Grayscale's digital asset products are stored under the custody of Coinbase Custody Trust Corporation. In other words, they're mentioning here very clearly that apparently Coinbase is in control of all the digital assets that underlie Grayscale's digital asset procedures. So apparently Coinbase is in control of all of the digital assets of Grayscale. They say as an excuse that the reasons as to why they cannot reveal the full information is because Coinbase frequently performs on-chain validations. And due to security concerns, we do not make such on-chain wallet information and confirmation information publicly available. 
through a cryptographic proof of reserve or other advanced cryptographic accounting procedures, according to Grayscale. A lot of mumble jumble there, if you ask me. In other words, they're basically mentioning that there is security risks, hence why they cannot disclose where their Bitcoin is located. There's 673,000 Bitcoin, which represents about 3.5% of all Bitcoin. They cannot disclose where that Bitcoin actually is. So they're coming up with some sort of cliche, strange, absurd niche excuse in which is related to security. It just seems hilarious to me. I thought half of the argument about Bitcoin was the immense security of the wallets of these exchanges. What a load of trash. If you can't even reveal and have transparency when it comes to Bitcoin holdings, what is this doing? This industry has taken us back 10 years when it comes to micropayments, when it comes to commerce, and when it comes to novel inventions in which will change and disrupt the fabric of society. This industry has taken us back 10 years due to people's greed. It's really, really horrendous. The CEO went on to mention, Mr. Barry Silbert, that there is no risk to the Grayscale Bitcoin fund, and Genesis is an isolated incident caused by FTX implosion. However, DCG is highly exposed to the crypto space and a number of crypto companies that will have high damage uh, in relation to these recent events. Just to reiterate, the digital crypto group has high exposure, and as we saw from that graph earlier on, a range of investments and corporations scattered around the crypto ecosystem. And therefore, it's very, very logical to assume that these crypto companies have all been damaged by the recent events. The bear market is going to have significant impacts on digital crypto groups, overall holdings, in which includes XRP and MANA. Either way, the bottom line is, and the controversy is that Grayscale is claiming to hold around 633,000 plus Bitcoin, but there is no confirmation of this and people are getting very, very skeptical. So the question is, should you believe the CEO in this unregulated cowboy market, fraudulent driven, hideous industry? Should you believe him? Let's take a look at the co-CEO of Alameda Research and his commentary just hours before the bankruptcy of that hideous organization. Let's look. <laughs> I know Tether has been a hot topic on, on crypto Twitter, so appreciate you for giving us a little transparency on that. Of course. Hello, right, that was Alameda Research co-CEO Sam Tribuco coming up, a breakdown of Ethereum's London hard There it is, the Alameda Research co-CEO, in which went on an interview before, just hours before, the abrupt breakdown of his organization and FTX. Looking very, very trustworthy. He's visually very concerned. He goes along with some sort of narrative in which is, oh, it's all okay. It'll all be okay. It's very trustworthy. What a load of rubbish. How do these people get into these organizations? I have no clue. They are corrupt to the core. They have no decisiveness. They have no leadership. These people are crooked back, right, and center. And I'm telling you now, I would not trust a word that comes out of any of these organizations, whether it's Coinbase, Binance, or grayscale. And to make matters worse, the contagion is spreading even further. Genesis Global, a sister company of grayscale, recently came under more pressure just in the past few days. Genesis Global had to pause all withdrawals for its lending business on Wednesday due to an unprecedented market turmoil. According to a tweet by Genesis Global, on November the 16th, the turmoil and the institutional crypto lender said that it's going to temporarily suspend all redemptions and new loan originations in the lending business. In explaining the decision, the firm cited unprecedented market turmoil related to the collapse of a troubled cryptocurrency exchange FTX, resulting in abnormal levels of withdrawals from the Genesis Global. 
and they claim that these withdrawals have exceeded the current levels of liquidity. The firm also mentioned that back in June, they have been heavily impacted by the collapse of another crypto-related company called Three Arrows Capital. As part of the bankruptcy proceedings, the brokerage has filed $1.2 billion in claims against Three Arrows Capital. Though it is unclear what the firm's liquidity levels are, Cointelegraph recently reported that Genesis Global had $175 million worth of funds stuck on FTX. And in response, Digital Currency Group, the parent company of Genesis Global, sent the subsidiary an emergency $140 million equity infusion to cover the losses. It's now apparent that the transfer was insufficient to meet customer withdrawals and the demands. As for the next steps, Genesis Global stated that we have hired the best advisors in the industry to explore all possible outcomes. Next week, we will deliver a plan for the lending business. We're working tirelessly to identify the best solution for the lending business, including, among other things, such as securing new liquidity. Genesis Global also claimed that its spot, the derivative trading and custody business, remains fully operational. And in the latest quarterly report, the firm stated that it has $2.8 billion worth active loans. Since the announcement, the parent company Digital Currency Group has clarified that it has no impact on its own operations. However, Genesis Global does act as the liquidity provider for Grayscale, in which is $6.7 billion under management, the fund is currently trading at a discount of nearly 40% of the net asset value at the time of publication, in part due to investor speculation on the exposure to Genesis Global. So this is very concerning for the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust in that Genesis Global served as the liquidity provider for the trust. Genesis Global's parent company is DCG, and this in turn is also the parent company of Grayscale. Shortly after the Genesis announcement, Digital Currency Group clarified that the matter would have no impact on its own business. DCG stated that Genesis is not a service provider for any Grayscale products. I personally think this is one hell of a contagion that is spreading. And all of these organizations are realizing that they've built multi-billion dollar companies on a total fabrication of reality. And the contagion is spreading very quickly because all of these companies are somehow interlinked. It's a question of how long this can last. But I think if Grayscale, if DCG, if Genesis does come down, this shall be the end of the crypto industry for good.